do, 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 do. All right. All right. All right. So, okay. Yeah, so you're going, right? I'm going to keep saying I'm going until it actually happens. <laughs> I'm doing it. I want to go, so I'm... Oop, I just knocked a piece of my chair off. I'm going. I'm, I'm having a baby in, like, two months, so... And I'm still going. All right, we should go. Yep. We should go. Are you ready? Where are we going? To do a show. You can't hear that, can you? No. Nope. I know why. That's why. Because you broke it. I didn't break... I didn't break shite. You broke it. Shut your bunghole. If these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is February 7th, 2013, and welcome to episode 8 of Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. Because you know color, huh? Huh? With uh, myself, <laughs> Paul Swickard, and... Laughing in the corner, even though he really doesn't want to, is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. I just gotta say that if, if you're explaining the color joke on the seventh episode... <laughs> hey. Eighth. Eighth episode. Well, you know, we don't know when these when our lovely peeps are going to join us. That's true. We'll have it's, to explain it, it every true. week with that logic. See? Mm-hmm. See? But you're right. For those who have sat with us from the beginning, that would probably be a bit redundant. So, Ryan, mm. we should do small talk. We should. I don't know if this is like the official segment, but this is what we call it. But let's <laughs> do small talk. I am a fan. Of? Wait for it. Oh. No. I'm a fan of How I Met Your Mother. Are you? Are I you? am. I do enjoy the show. It, it's kind of redundant. In, in the sense that it just is very formulaic. It seems like a lot of the episodes are the same. They're, you know, funny, but the same. So I think I think there's like what? I think they're going to do this season, mm-hmm. reveal the Chico, and then have one more season and that'll be it. Yeah, they're, they're sort of at the point where their children that they're telling the story to are aging yeah. as he's telling the story. So it's kind of like... And it's How funny long are you going to say keep telling us this story, Dad? Yeah, what, it's six years? I have kids of my own. <laughs> and I'm about to die. I don't know what the hell's wrong with the kid. Anywho, yeah, so why are we talking about, why, why is it that you decided to bring up How I Met Your Mother? Well, I'm trying to convert this podcast into an entertainment podcast. I think we're entertaining, so screw that. Oh, okay. Well, then my real reason is that I believe this episode was written by you. Did you write this episode? I confess. Guilty. Guilty. No, I did not. Oh. I, You know, I am in the Hollywood area-esque, but I did not, in fact, write How I Met Your Mother. Well, the reason... I'd love to take credit for it, though. Yeah. The reason I suspect that you wrote this episode is because it deals with... Probably the worst, like, what's the word, uh, views that Americans have of Canadians. Hey, if by worst you mean the best views and the correct views, 
I wholeheartedly agree. Okay, well, I mean, it's just like it's your typical like Mounties at every door, Tim Hortons <laughs> being shrines. What uh, is Tim Hortons? Everybody ha- like Tim. What is Tim Hortons? Yes, it's like a less expensive Starbucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically, when it comes right down to it. But, anyways, in this episode, as we all know, Robin is a Canadian superstar. Uh, yes, and teenage pop sensation. Yes. In Canada, which means they're, you know, <laughs> never mind, go on. <laughs> Anyways, and the show is about Robin Sparkles, and I guess they find another one of these, like, behind the scenes, or behind the tunes, they call it, but it's, like, behind the music. Behind the music, sure. And it's of Robin Sparkles, and it's about her having this crush, and Barney wants to find out who it is, so he travels to Vancouver and interviews Robin's ex-boyfriends in a Tim Hortons. And uh, which consists of a bunch of Canadian uh, guest stars, um, awesome. including uh, Justin. No, not just. See, this is why I'm so bad. I'm looking at my notes here. Jason Priestley. Oh. Uh, and, and there's a scene. There's a scene. <laughs> the reason I had to bring this up is because there's a scene where he says he invented the Jason Priestley when he heard that Robin Sparkles had done something at the Grey Cup. Again, like <laughs> this whole episode is just filled with poking fun at Canadian culture as if as if literally that's why I was curious if you wrote it because if just it feels like the the writers of the show listened to our podcast and said, "This is perfect. We need to make an episode specifically for these guys so they can talk about it. I'm gonna go with that, yeah, We're probably that is a that is what's happening. Yeah. I don't even know what our numbers are like, but that is what's happening. Well, I'm pretty sure that just, you know, the writers listen to this show and, and they get all their Robin Sparkle ideas from our shenanigans. Um, but Jason Priestley says he fa- he heard of this Robin Sparkles incident when he was inventing what he calls the Priestley, which is a strawberry vanilla donut with a Timbit inside. Uh, I guess a Timbit to you would be, uh, I think maybe you call them donut holes. Dunkin' Donuts calls they them They are donut, donut holes. Yeah, they're like little, little... That is what they are. Okay, That's no, not what I interpret them to be. That's what they are. Like the circle things? Yes, donut holes. But we call them Timbits. You are wrong. It's like, I mean, well, okay, you go to Tim Hortons, they're called Timbits. But that's like saying, I'm going to go grab a Kleenex, but you brought, you bought like face napkins you know what i mean uh you're talking nonsense now man no 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 it's like this kleenex uh okay it's like saying what i just said let me google that but you go to askjeeves.com you know what i mean (laughs) you don't know what i mean anyways i i I, yes i know what you mean (laughs) okay i am i'm properly i believe i am properly interpreting your canadian (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I uh, the reason again I brought it up is uh, because of this weird reference about Tim Hortons. Uh, the actual Tim Hortons Twitter tweeted that we love the idea of the Priestley so much we made a batch, a Timbit in a donut, genius. And then the picture they link is actually a uh, image of what the Priestley is. And I just thought that was so awesome that Tim Hortons would do this, dude. Um, where are our our, our our residuals? That's what I want to know. Well, no, we the didn't writers, come up with the it. writers of How I Met Your Mother get their ideas from us. Mm. Then they, Tim Hortons goes and get, does their thing. Man, 
I, of course, you know, me being the American, I want to figure out how to, we can freaking make a buck. Wow. So, money, give it. Thank you. Check, please. <laughs> what if they just pay us in Tim Horton cards? What is, what? Tim Horton cards? You're pulling, you are joking. Like gift cards. Do they call them Tim Horton cards? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, when oh. I go to pay for coffee, I say, I'm going to use my Tim Horton card. And it's just, whoop, you slip it in and you're good to go. All right. All right. I guess I can't be too irritated by that because we have cards everywhere. We Dude. are rolling in cards, my friend. In right. fact, they're practically just any store, any pick one, and you will have a gift card or a credit card yeah. associated with that store. It's just the way. Well, I mean, I have a Walmart credit card. Oh, yeah. That's what I use for all my purchases. but um, It's our fault. It really yeah. is. Do you have any Tim Hortons in the States? No. I know they have like a few I'm sure stores, they exist. Well, I don't know that they exist, but there are none in California that I know of. I think they're on the East Coast. Uh, okay. I know that's a big area to cover. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Ryan, but the United States is big. Almost well, too big. Almost. Canada's bigger. we have better people (laughs) (laughs) yeah like arnold schwarzenegger he's a stand-up guy speaking (laughs) you go right for the throat (laughs) holy crap we start talking and then all of a sudden you know we're jabbing at each other i say that united states has better people in general and you go for schwarzenegger you could say schwarzenegger is like not american isn't he like by the way is (laughs) Austrian. Thank you. But it, wasn't he a senator of some kind? Oh, really? Yes. Okay, and I have a little bit of inside baseball on this, considering that I am actually from California. He was the governor. Oh, are they doing – they're doing a commercial, a cartoon called The Governor, right? Is that still happening? I don't know. I don't know. I had heard something about that. I remember, but... like, shortly after he retired or left or was shamed, he sort of – it it appeared, and it was literally him, governor by day, governator by night. <laughs> I am okay with that. Mm. It's all good. Speaking of which, L.A. is damn expensive to live in, just so you know. I think, like, I think, in fact, it's not it's not as expensive as New York, but it, or San, I think San Francisco is the highest place to like per capita it's one of the most expensive places to live yeah you even got to pay to be homeless right what you even got to be paid to be homeless what are you talking about it's the most expensive city to live in therefore you have to pay rent to be homeless it's a joke that was a weird joke yeah well kind of had to be canadian to get it maybe i don't know sir i would like to know i i looking at this story hmm and I want to know what the what the freak you are talking about. Explain. Explain to me how it is that this is the case. Convince me, because right now I am a cynic. Convince you that this article is talking shit about America, or what? Pretty much. Okay. Well, basically, there's an article on the old HuffPo. Oh, HuffPo. Yeah, HuffPo. Uh, Vancouver, most expensive city to live in. In I read that wrong. To live in North America. Maybe you're right there. Right? I, I find that extraordinarily difficult to believe. Well, see, I, 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 it's easy to argue because Vancouver is 
is very expensive to live in. It's it's sort of like Canada's Hollywood when you think about it. Like it's a big city. <laughs> um, I, I've never been, but it, it turns out Vancouver is not the most expensive place to live in in the world. I think it's 21st, I read that right. Yes, 21st internationally, while New York and Los Angeles are tied at 27th. Um, oh, all right. The most expensive being Tokyo. Uh, oh, which, I believe that. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like what you would pay for a two-bedroom apartment uh, here where I live in Ontario might get you a shoebox in Tokyo, I mean. Well, yeah, part of that is just space. Yeah. There's I mean, not a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in, in Japan, I have a friend who lives in Japan right now, and yeah, it's he has some stories. It's kind of crazy. We'll talk about that. Actually, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, that I Tokyo is very expensive to live in. Crazy, yeah. And I mean, uh, Vancouver. Like this article's weird. They don't really give you any sort of. Uh, notice as to why Vancouver is more is pretty expensive. It's kind of lazy when you think about it. They just sort of talk about where they are in the place and the so, list. But I would imagine it's got to be, you know, general rent and food and public transit and all that good stuff. Yeah, they base it off of here. They say that, uh, you know, uh, based on a cost of 160 products and services such as gas, food, rent, and transportation. And the example they give that in Tokyo, a loaf of bread costs about $9 U.S., yeah so i mean how much do you pay for bread me oh geez like on sale like three bucks yeah so i mean you go to tokyo you better like your bread paying nine bucks a loaf so all i have to say about this is what the crap america i know you're better than this recession i know you can make it happen you guys are in recession yeah we've always been in a recession man like like seriously we, we I've been hearing for almost over five years now mm-hmm. about how how just things have fallen apart, and I'm not saying they're not, but I am saying that it, it's at a point. What when is it just the norm? <laughs> at what point are we just this is the the recession is now just kind of average right. for us? <laughs> well, I mean, the whole reason I put this article in here was just to brag. I'm I know not sure why. I, I don't want to live in Vancouver. I don't want to live in Vancouver or New Is York really and Los nice Angeles. Have you, okay, so you've never been. I've never been, but I know Is in it certain... supposedly like Is it supposedly like super like posh or something? Uh, no. I mean, it, it. it's like any other big city. Like, it has its nice places. I'm sure you could live comfortably in a part of Vancouver, but I'm sure, like, the nice places of town are very expensive. Um, and nice to look at, but there's a reason they sort of shoot like a lot of movies there. It's just because of the wide variety and sure. literally how many how many places they can they can make Vancouver look like, you know? No, yeah, I, I get that. So I mean, it's it, it, I don't know. I I have a friend that lives uh, in British Columbia. I don't know if they live near Vancouver, but it's just an expensive province in general to live in. Might be because it's on the coast. I'm not sure. All right, all right. I, I'm okay. You're on notice, America. We need to do better. Yeah. I'm not going to have Canada beat us on this. Jack of that, all freaking things. Jack that loaf price up, man. 
dude if if like no 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 shit if bread got that expensive i'm pretty sure we'd have a much bigger problem like mm. like seriously like we'd have a we'd have a lot of people would go hungry just I saying i don't get it like can they just they can't make bread in japan so they have to I don't import know. it well, so it costs I've nine dollars i've got to think that part of that is a cultural thing like i don't think bread is a is as much a um, staple in their diet Oh, in fact, okay. I know that I know that to be true. So, That's it's probably. Point. When have you ever seen like in TV or movies, like yeah, in foreign films, where they're eating bread? I uh, I don't know. Huh. If we're going, if we're referencing pop culture, I have zero clue. Yeah, I well, don't know. I mean, I've never been to Japan, so that's all I got to go on. Yeah. All right. Me neither. So, next. Hmm. This, okay, I, explain to me what I'm watching because I took a look at this and this is my, this is my American interpretation of events. Right. Some political guy yes. gets, it, it, there's this, there's a talk show host dude uh-huh. and some political guy gets on the show with him and then for like five minutes just proceeds to ask a series of very meaningless <laughs> questions. Okay, so. And then, no, 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 no. Oh, let he's me not go done. on. Okay, sorry. He complete, like. Like, okay, just utter goofball kind of weird shit, (laughs) weird shit Right. that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, Mm -hmm. just let me uh, let me preface this by saying that, you know, the goofiest of the goofs, at least in the States, like, I don't know, you know, yeah, I would imagine you'd think of like Stephen Colbert or Jon Stewart. Mm -hmm. At least, at least they would have a coherent question. <laughs> At least they would have some sort of thing. Like They would try to get some kind of meaningful information out of whatever political person they're talking right. to. Something. Mm. It's, uh, and this was like, I'm not, I am not kidding, folks. This was just like, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know. I don't comedy, know. man. It's not, oh, that was not comedy. What? I didn't laugh. <laughs> you didn't laugh. Not even no. one bit. All right. Well, all right. Explain, let me explain, explain where this comes from. going on there, please. So this is from a show called This Hour Has 22 Minutes. Ha ha. It's a parody of a news show. You know how news shows last an hour? Well, this one is literally 22 minutes. Um, being a half-hour TV <laughs> show. Ha ha. And um, it is a jokey joke show. It's um, Remember, I don't know, in past episodes I've mentioned Rick Mercer that is, he he came from this hour has 22 minutes and sort of spin spun off into his own show uh, the Rick Mercer report and that is the guy to look at when when thinking about uh, the Colbert report and uh, the Daily Show where they are jokey jokey but really they are still you know asking questions in a, in a manner that gives them real answers um this hour has 22 minutes is strictly like um, best Not example sense. I can give no, no well it, whatever I mean it's to each his own right you might not find it funny because it's like me watching um, well, world news SNL thing like I don't know what all this American news is about like you know what I mean one, point one I don't know the guy like I don't know the host well neither like, do I like I don't know his history I don't know what he, that guy's about that's point number one point mm-hmm. number two is I have zero idea of what you, the guy <laughs> that he was interviewing is like or what his responsibilities are right he 
so anyways, yeah. I, I mean, you said it was a he was on the Treasury Board, right? Yeah, he's the president of the Treasury Board, which See, I don't like <laughs> the Treasury Board uh is sort of this body in Canada that manages basically like everything that has to do with money in in Canada. Like I like they do a lot of stuff. They sort of work with labor stuff and it's really confusing and I don't I won't even begin to to explain it because I don't really understand it. But anyways, this is the president. So this this seems like a big deal to me that he would go on like national television for what has to he must know is this jokey joke thing. And yeah. I when I first watched it, I, the first question that popped in my mind is do you see stuff like this in the states where these elected officials are going on like Daily Show and Colbert Report to be like torn apart is that a thing that happens no well i mean again again this is just the the quote-unquote worst that you would see in this kind of situation is probably the colbert report like stewart stewart is not playing a part he's not you know he's a guy he's just some dude asking questions and it's joking all of it is a joke i understand Mm -hmm. but he is trying to ask relevant questions colbert is playing a part and but again, he does get to relevant questions. I know. Yeah, this is not that. It's like this is a sketch. This is a sketch right. comedy show. So I, that's why it, it's like okay, you guys sort of have this rule where like presidents aren't allowed to be on TV. Like, is uh, that a rule? Like, I remember no. like Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't. Like be in in movies or TV because it would sway public opinion. I don't think that was the reason. That's not a rule. No, I thought that. Well, was a rule. I know for a fact. Well, the president, I, Barack Obama, has been on a few shows. Right, but um, like, is he interviewing now, now, or is he fair, playing a to part? Be, to be fair, mm-hmm. he would no. He did not go on. He. I don't know that there's ever been uh, that kind of situation where the guy will willingly go on a show to get ripped apart because they simply won't do it right like they, he's not gonna he's not gonna go there just to laugh at himself mm-hmm. or laugh at the situation they just don't do it like it, it's in fact that's become a problem with just popular media in general because if they don't if if you are interviewed someone by someone who doesn't have a favorable favorable view of your opinion right you're being the president or whoever then they just won't go like oh. you, you, it's it would seem that you need to have the right opinions to get the access. But anyway, that's a different conversation. Right. Okay, well, this again, like I think this is basically a sketch, but I, it's still weird like that the the president of the treasury board would agree to come on, but I know like is that weird or is that common? Like does it's that weird. happen often? It doesn't happen often. The the only reason this popped up is is probably because it's I mean, it opens up with the guy accusing this Tony Clement of not doing his job uh, because he is the president of the treasury board and he has not found any treasure yet. So <laughs> that right there is your first clue as to this is not going to be serious. And and then he goes on to accuse him and be, he tweets like a 13 year old girl, which is true. Tony Clement does tweet a lot, but I've never seen a 13 year old go- girl talk about um, treasury board policies with, with, uh, quite the enthusiasm that he does so uh 
Yeah, no, it was just weird, and it weirded me out too. And I, and I can imagine I the only the main reason I put this in here because I wanted to get your impression. And I'm sure if I was weirded out, you were just going to be like in the corner in a fetal position, not really understanding what the hell was going on. You know what I mean? Did you have uh, that reaction? N- uh, no, <laughs> no. Sorry, I hate to disappoint you there, Aww. but good try. Oh. It's a noble effort. I don't. I really did. I like. I said. I still don't understand why. What were his motives in going on the show? But hey. I don't know either. I think Tony Clement is 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 uh, is kind of an easygoing guy. So they, well, that's good. They, I mean, I mean, gra- gra- I'm not criticizing him for going on there, which is what happens here. Like that's what happens is you just straight up will get people. Talking about how well, how is it that this person has the time to be on the show? Period. Like, and then immediately get criticism from all sides in doing that. Kind of like what I was saying before, if you recall, about uh, what was it? The fact that Mr. O- Obama actually can speak intelligently about college basketball, right? It it it, ra- it ro- rose the question: How is it that this guy has time to do? to you know read or watch basketball oh so this could be another one of those things where you know how come tony clement has time to go on a cbc program but not solve every single issue that's going on in the country no i mean that's a valid point and and, i mean i i'm pretty sure like the only reason he was on there is just he he was part of a sketch comedy bit that's oh, it. dude! I don't. Again, I am not criticizing. I don't no, I criticize, know I'm not. I don't I'm criticize s- the fact that that you know these public figures go on all these programs. Well, I, I applaud don't. that he did this because I think it's it, it proves that he's human. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like most politicians that I've met and seen and and interacted with or just seen on television, like they just they appear inhuman to me. It's weird. They're like robots. I don't. I, politics and me don't get along i mean that's why i i like obama so much because he doesn't appear to be a robot to me you know politicians are come in two categories for me so you're talking about their just their humanity them being actual person yeah like tony clement comes off as a human being to me but other politicians uh, like just come off as robots like Mitt romney he came off as a robot to me i just i couldn't is like well, no. they're viewed as a product of what they of of their I don't know of their constituents. Yeah, you know, rather than which in some form is good, but you also have to consider. So, does that mean that if all of a sudden something changes within their constituency, that they change too? Well, you mean, do you mean like uh, their beliefs? Obama is a Democrat, and uh, Mitt Romney is a Republican. Is that what you're saying? Oh wow! You, <laughs> uh, kinda. My point is, is that people. It was a generally held. I don't know about generally, but it, some people were of the belief that Mitt Romney was really just trying to um, just win favor with his base, base, quote unquote, right? So, in doing that, it appears like that they're, they're robots. Like they don't have they don't have much of a personality because they're just trying to play a quote you know play a part in quotes okay does that i mean that makes sense doesn't it yeah no i i thought yeah it makes sense now i thought you were saying that like you know he appears to be a robot because he's a republican oh 
<laughs> and I was going to say, like, hey, you know, here in in Canada, we have a sort of a two-party system, but not really. But when it comes right down to it, we have conservatives and liberals, and the liberals are sort of like Democrats, and the conservatives are sort of like Republicans. And this Tony Clement guy is a, is a is a conservative. But then again, oh, like there yeah. are different flavors, right? Like it's all different, and I, I I don't I think you probably have a better understanding of your system than I do of mine. But it's all the same, right? There's yeah, you can put them in the left or the right column, but then it varies so much that it, it it's not worth putting a label on it because it's just it's you know. Ah. I think no, I hear you, but the uh, yeah. I, I understand your point. That's not the case here at all. Mm. Like, I think the truth of the matter is that you have variability in one's own beliefs and that bleeds through to the middle or to the, you know, whichever other side you're on. Right. But at least the narrative is you have two very different opinions and you have two people who, two sets of people who, for all intents and purposes, hate each other. And will not do anything to get work with each other to get stuff done. That's that's the sad part. Mm. Like that's that's the worst part about it actually. Is because we don't nobody trusts them anymore. Nobody trusts them to actually do what was better for the collective good. Mm, man, politics. Even though that's their straight up job. <laughs> right. That is their job. And some fun- oh, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> another show perhaps another show where we talk about i don't know politics oh, we'll eventually <laughs> get back there i'm sure there'll oh, be yeah. a slow news week and we'll have to pull a topic out of our wide pile of topics dude it's not going to be anytime soon though holy uh, crap like video game and violence is the is a heavy narrative right now just because of Ugh. all this because of the shootings this keeps popping up I hate oh, it's it going to so continue much. to. I hate to tell you this, but this is not going away. Not any, t- excuse me, not anytime soon. You're just getting all worked up. I know, <laughs> I know. And uh. it's what the worst part about it is that these folks. It's fairly obvious, given the nature of a question, that they really have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like if. It's it's kind of like saying it's kind of like it's kind of like saying I you know when that it's kind of like saying you know you as a player will like get points for to borrow the person I was referencing in this story I believe she said something like you get extra points for killing a prostitute in Grand Theft Auto Four right because Grand Theft Auto you talk about violence you got to talk about Grand Theft Auto which wait stop right there like we both play video games and we both know you do not get points no. for killing a <laughs> no you but, get maybe you get best money. case scenario you get whatever money she had on her <laughs> but also get this that you're helping your case but get, yeah. no no no. i'm about to get this paul you also get stars added to your rating which sends the cops after you but i oh, mean if you were to say that to this woman she, she being an annoying person uh, would have stopped me at a the money or let me get to the ratings and then cut me off there and i mean i'm not a a really good interview i i would be torn apart but even though i know i i know much more about video games than this woman does but yeah 
Grand Theft Auto, man, bad example. Don't don't bring it up. That's like saying MK. You know, MK is the worst video game ever made. Whatever. Yeah. I uh, and I only bring this up because that's kind of the again the narrative that seems to be going around in the news the news nowadays. We should go back to picking on movies. What? The, oh, don't worry. Those are not getting a pass. Oh. It's just they're kind of those are collectively being put media is kind of being saturated and being put lumped all into this thing together video games i think are taking a front seat for two reasons one is they're uh they're the newest form of you know that kind of entertainment yeah. like they're new uh, video games are newer than film or television but also it's i think the layer of interactivity bothers some people on a just a, a basic level Right, and you, like, you, you know, if if you're if you feel like you're doing something in a game that's you know violent or gross or whatever, then I think that tends to uh, that tends to if it's someone who may not know any better would look at that and go like, "Holy crap! There's these people are being trained to be assassins." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think we've seen any examples of someone like jumping off a tall building into a a, a haystack below. That hasn't happened yet, so I don't know if anybody's really maybe. training to be an assassin. That'd oh, be maybe cool. It would be, but I wouldn't try it. You break a leg or something. <laughs> yeah, that would. That would um, that, wouldn't that be? Oh, oh that's yeah, YouTube no. gold, folks. If you can realistically depict all what these people do in a video game, and then see, and then, <laughs> and then explicitly go into what would actually happen to a person should they ever try to do this, that would be hilarious. Like I don't know. Jumping off of a very tall building into a barrel of hay. Mm. I'm sure that'd be fine. Now, see, I don't watch the news. So does this happen often where, like, a host... And we're talking about this CNN video that you posted on the final score. But uh, does this happen often where, like, a host will, like, bring on a guest and the guest is actually... You know, fifty-fifty in terms of talking smart stuff, and the host just ignores what she's saying and still, still is trying to like beat beat everybody over the head that with her views. I thought news was news, Very not balanced. opinion. And by the way, this is CNN. I'm not. Ta- I'm not ribbing on Fox. I'm ribbing on CNN. That's the other thing too. This isn't Fox. This is CNN. Yeah, it's. Um, to answer your question, sure, this happens fairly often. I okay. generally, what'll happen is, um, again, they will have on guests that will agree, or you know, they will they'll get guests that have the kind of narrative that they want. Mm. That makes sense. Like, so they'll have you know, for every expert, like the even what seemed to be an even keel kind of psychologist, he's like, well. You know, there's a lot of factors, blah, 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 blah. Uh, For every guy like that, you're going to find another guy who is just a stark-raving lunatic in one way or or another. So it really just kind of depends. So it is kind of funny to listen to the... The thing where the guy, the ex, the expert they have on is trying to explain his opinion, his nuanced opinion that has like that is a complicated issue. It is a complicated issue. You cannot simply say yes or no. And you have a host that's desperately trying to get a very black and white answer. Now, why why are people like this reporting the news? Because uh, it's entertaining. 
Oh. I, I mean, that's that's the truth of it. It sucks, but that is exactly what's going on. Do you watch the news? No, not really. Okay, you're a smart I, I guy. I can't I can't stand it to be yeah. honest. Weird. I don't watch the news either. I mean, I I uh, yeah. I, you get I, depressed. Oh, like, seriously, you get really, really just kind of. I'd get down. I'd be like, holy crap, we are just oh, yeah. <laughs> things are awful. <laughs> Even though that's not necessarily the case, but you know. But awful things Everybody make for good me. entertainment, right? Yeah. 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 It's uh, blah. Yeah. Blah, sir. Blah. These crazy people just need to stop in, you know. Being crazy? Being crazy, but also they're, they're stop putting. People. Stop connecting themselves to video games. Because <laughs> oh. it's, it's not video games that's making them crazy. It's not. What is making him crazy? I don't know. Mental illness. Oh. Bad parents. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But all I know uh, is that I play all these games that they're mentioning, and I haven't killed anybody yet. Coming for... Oh, oh shouldn't snap. say that. But no, I'm not, I'm not crazy. <laughs> uh, I haven't killed anybody yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not crazy. I'm not. I'm not. I, I am not. I promise. Are you crazy? I just want to make sure. I should have asked that on episode one. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to answer that question. Oh, tune in next week. The answer is nuanced. <laughs> it's a complicated issue. Do I do I hear do I hear voices in my head sometimes? Yeah, right now. <laughs> I was waiting for that complaint, especially from you. Oh, you're hearing me in your head. Uh, that's, but only for an hour a week. Okay, you know what? We're done. That's we it. should be. Yeah, <laughs> folks, you can find us at sleepingwiththeelephant dot com. The email is info at sleepingwiththeelephant dot com. You can find uh, myself at the lazy elephant on Twitter, and you find Mister Ryan at unhappy beaver on Twitter. We love the feedbacks. We love the reviews. We love the five stars on the iTunes. Those are always amazing. They're fantastic. You can find me at, uh, you know what? You can find me in a couple places. One, you can find me here. Also, you can find me at uh, Time Traveling Robots in Space. Space! Which is where I'm off to now. Weird. Mm. And Ryan, I know the folks can find you at other places. Where, can, where would you like to be known for going? Like, where would you like to be? Oh, well... You can find me <laughs> half of the Gamers In Podcast at GamersInPodcast.com oh. talking about the Vigi games with Jocelyn Moffitt and then Zombies <laughs> Ate My Podcast where we just interviewed Brian Dunaway and Alan Wells talking about the zombie man. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, and uh, you can find more about that at ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com. Good for you. Mm. Good for you. We will be back next week to talk about all of your Canadian and American relations. Mm. Bye.